Welcome to Word to Your Mother podcast, the voice of two single mothers sharing our ups and downs and our highs and lows about parenting and all the stories and experiences that go along with it. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Word to Your Mother podcast. You are... I don't know what I'm saying. It's me, Rochelle. <laughs> and it's me, Benita. Sorry. I don't know what I was trying to say, to be honest. I don't anyway. know. Um, so this week, we were thinking, based on our previous episode where we had Mr. Stavros Boss from ESM Podcast on, we were talking about how important a father is to his well first to his daughter but then basically to his kids and obviously he gave he said that the father is the most important person to his children i mean obviously there's differing opinions in that we've kind of had some feedback as to people who don't agree and even i think i said on the podcast that i didn't really agree Mm. um but we thought it'd be interesting to kind of talk about the influence or impact that our fathers have had on us like just to kind of break that down and see like whether or not we think there's some truth in that statement. I mean, obviously fathers are important. Yeah. But just break down like our own relationships with our dads. So. Yeah. Fun times. Mm-hmm. Mm. Both our dads are Jamaican, right? Both our dads are Jamaican, yeah. yeah. Both our dads are Jamaican. They're about the same age as well, aren't they? Yeah, roughly about. Yeah. So what was he saying? He was saying in terms of daughters, the impact or importance is based on like relationships, isn't it? Yeah. How you, I don't know, view men, how you are treated by men or what you'll accept by a man. Um, Do you think that's the main importance of a father to his daughter? I mean, I guess so. Like the way, like what you look up to in aspiration for the man that you might marry, like you want him to be kind of a, I don't know, a a kind of version of your dad. Yeah, because you see sometimes some people, they ultimately end up being with a slight version of their dad. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Um, Subconsciously, I think. I don't think they purposely, like, I'm looking for someone who's exactly like my dad. Yeah, that's weird. But I think there's some some certain traits that that person displays can be very similar to their... Yeah. I don't want to say dad, but maybe like a father figure type. Yeah, but do you think it's more like seeing your dad, if he's with... Or your dad and how he treats, like, your mum or how he treats... So do you think they're only important then or they can only be impactful when they're actually still in a relationship with your mum? Because um, it's like seeing how they treat your mum and then using that to mould the idea of what how you want to be treated and how you kind of want your man to be because seeing how your dad was with your mum. Yes and no. I think... I think maybe seeing how your dad maybe treats, not just like obviously your mum's the most important woman but like his, his own mom other women but like family. women that is connected to him so mm. family friends like how that general respect is yeah in terms because you do sometimes get some men that kind of maybe belittle women because they're women yeah yeah like, talks to them in a certain way but then that might be because their dad obviously is like you know the woman's place is this this is in the kitchen or whatever yeah this sort of patriarchy thing where yeah but i don't know because i think obviously 
maybe not so much now but I think growing up that would have been kind of the place where men think the women belong here or in the kitchen or in the house or whatever um and I don't think that necessarily makes women feel like I should be in the house I think if anything it makes you think the opposite I think because what does Stavros say he says something about like he says something about his like basically his wife making the home happy or did I make that up in my head I don't know. I can't remember. I'll have to listen back to it. But when he first said it about the father is the most important, I was just kind of like, no. But some of the stuff that he was saying, I understood as to why, especially to more to a, a, a daughter than a son. And But then I couldn't see any impacts of that from my dad to me. I don't know if right, you were so looking back at that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I was going to say, because obviously in the episode I asked you, you didn't give me an answer. I was no. like, so do you think? And I was just kind of like, uh, well, you know what? I wasn't really listening because I was thinking of something else. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. So that's, I, for me, I don't feel like I've felt that, that impact. Mm. Like, so my dad was probably in my home up until I was about 10 years old. Right. Um, and then um, him and my mum split up. And I remember that day as well. I remember we were in the house and me and my sister must have been downstairs in our room and the living room was upstairs in our flat. Mm-hmm. And they were both up there and they called us up and they were both crying. Mm-hmm. And we were both just a bit like, what is going on? And yeah. then they told us that they were splitting up. And then I remember us just kind of, I don't know, like going back downstairs, but like crying, crying and going back downstairs but I don't remember the feeling of feeling sad but I just remember that I was crying but I don't know if I was just crying because I felt like I should be crying <laughs> maybe you just, do you know what I mean reflex you see your yeah, parents just, crying yeah, so I should cry now yeah <laughs> and then yeah but then my dad was still there for a little while because he didn't have anywhere to go so he actually was still in our house but like sleeping on the sofa and I can't remember how long that lasted for um but that happening obviously brought to light a lot of other th- like it brought to light a lot of things in terms of like why they had split up and then like you know just being more my mum being more candid in what kind of she was she told us and it was never a bad mouthing situation it was never like oh he's this he's that or whatever he's you know but it was more like just the truth mm. it is the truth do you know what i mean yeah. so obviously my dad was a cheater he was a cheater and that is what ended their relationship and they were together what, i think 16 i think 16 years prior mm. to that um so after that time, after I was 10 and then he was he was out of the house type thing, it's really weird because I don't remember him when he was in the house, like in terms of my memories. Like when you think back to your childhood, I don't remember him being there, mm-hmm. which is really weird because he was there for 10 years and right. that's quite an old age. Yeah. But I have no memory of like him doing things with me or me being like, you know, I don't have memories of him teaching me things or anything like that. Honestly, the person that I remember the most is my nan. She used to take us to school. She used to, like, we would always be at her house type thing. And I don't have a huge, like, memory of what he did. And then after he and my mum had split up, my opinion of him went low. It went down. It went very down, (laughs) right? And that was just based on, I think, the way that he handled the the breakup Mm. in terms of, there's this thing and I don't want to stare like I don't want to put it on all men but I do I've seen it multiple times and I feel like it's a thing where there's this like woe is me attitude oh yes you did something wrong but now you're like 
I'm the victim. Yes. And I'm struggling to understand how you're the victim. So I don't feel sorry for you, which then makes me feel like you're being pathetic. Mm. So then I have this kind of like, it lowers my levels of respect for people who are like, where is me when actually you brought this on yourself? Mm. I remember this time, there's this one memory that it stays with me forever. Like I will never forget it. We went to um, Florida with my dad because uh, to see his sister, who my auntie lives in Florida. We went for three weeks, right? Me and my sister with my dad. Three weeks, right? Without my mum. That's a long time. Yeah, because they had split up by then. That's a long time, right? That's a long time. By the time we got to week two, me and my sister really were very upset because we missed you, our mum. You're homesick. Yeah, yeah we missed our mum. And I remember that we, we were at Disney World and everyone was having a terrible time. It was really bad. Like, it was, we just all had a really bad time. And then I remember that we were crying and he was like, why are you crying? And I was like, we, I miss my mum. And then he started going on about, he basically got really upset with us because he was like, how do you think that makes me feel? And it's like, this is not even about you. Like, and I will never forget that because I was like, this is actually not about you. And then like me being a child and for me to be thinking, are you serious? Yeah. How, like, that's not why me. would you not think that I would miss my mum? I've been away from her for two weeks and she's like my primary caretaker. And also that's not how you comfort your child. <laughs> he did not comfort <laughs> even if you, me at all. Even if you felt it. Because yeah. like, sometimes it, you might feel, ow, that's, that hurts. Like, yeah, I'm but here. don't say that. But you don't you're say an that. Adult and I'm a kid and I'm saying I miss my mum and you're basically saying, how do you think that makes me feel? That's not my problem how it makes you feel. <laughs> it really isn't my problem because at the end of the day, whatever decisions you've made in your life are the reason that you're not there and the reason, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you you can't turn around and say, how do you think that makes me feel? I actually don't care. Yeah. I'm telling you how I feel. I'm a child. And that sticks with me. For, that's a major like thing for me it sticks in my head I, I always remember that because i'm always like this attitude of like oh poor me you know i remember when we got started getting older and we got phones and stuff and he would just be like you don't call me and i'd be like well you can call me you're the parent like if you want to speak to me call my phone mm. do you know what i mean like i it's quite funny because i hear a lot of i've actually heard a lot of people say that and do that and be like you don't call me and sometimes my son's dad does it and says oh he didn't call me and i think well he's seven if you want to speak to him you need to pick up the phone yeah and maybe you think the onus is on the mum to encourage the child to call you mm-hmm. but at the end of the day the onus is on you to pick up the phone and have a presence you yeah. know so i would always be like when he'd be like you didn't call me you don't call me i would just be like oh go away like it wouldn't never made me think oh my god i should call him it made me feel yeah. like oh my god get a life like if you want to speak to me you should call me yeah because i'm the child and mm. i i feel like that anyway now as i get older our relationship it's not we never had a bad relationship but i think deep down i always kind of felt like i didn't really have a lot of respect because i didn't i never remembered him teaching me anything really right. yeah you know like so now as i'm older i think our relationship is way better and i think that's part that's to do with the fact that his grandchild and the fact that i had his his grandson and he does a lot with him and like you know he's he's with him quite a lot Mm. and i think that that has improved our relationship because i don't know you can see that there's a he's there's a responsible person in that over there in that person so that's improved our relationship quite a lot um but yeah, when I was younger, I just didn't feel like we, he had, he did anything yeah. for me. And not that he didn't do anything. I'm sure he did lots of things, you know, but Probably. I don't, I can't don't, pinpoint can't what those them. things were. Yeah. yeah. And I always remembered as well that like, obviously who knows what his financial situation was like and stuff. But I always remember that whenever we would want things, he would always like 
get us it, but like not the real version. <laughs> so you'd want like a, a Nintendo and he'd get you like a Nintendo or something. Basically. <laughs> I'd want like a CD on this person's album and he would burn the disc and print off the paper and give it to me. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Or like, he, it would be like, I don't know. One time I think we wanted um, everybody in school, this is in primary school, had like these Adidas trainers. I can't remember which ones they were. Um, they come back recently. I can't remember what they're called. Um, but these Adidas trainers... And I'm pretty sure he got us like a door. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and as a child, and I'm not, I'm not really looking down my nose at that at this point right now. But as a child, you kind of just think like, you don't really like. As a child, you know what I mean? You think, I didn't ask for this. This is you're not what I like, wanted. That's like if uh, your son asks you for uh, Beats by Dre, and you go to the like phone shop and get these crappy versions with like a B on it, but it's not them. Yeah. It's, it's just, just not, it's just, I'd rather just go without. <laughs> literally, just get, like, I don't, but as a child, you kind of think, you're not actually here. I ask you for things and you give me this rubbish that I don't want. Like, and really your, your interpretation of the situation is always going to be like, what are you doing? Mm. You know? So yeah, it wasn't great to start with. So I, I don't think, and, and to be fair, my mum and dad broke up because he cheated. So that's, what example is that really? Yeah. Anyway, in terms of if we're talking about what their ex- their kind of impact, impact is, especially on relationships mm. wise and stuff. It's it's really funny because all his like, the girlfriends that he had afterwards, I always got on really well with them. Some of them I got really close to, like be really good friends with, whereas my sister was just not interested. Mm. She was so anti. She was so anti. She would just not like like don't chat to me basically but i would be like best friends with these women and like really like you know involved yeah like, you know. talk to them but mm. boys like they were quite nice like and the the way that me and my sister have been has been completely opposite yeah and i think we've been opposite in like pretty much every aspect of our lives do you know what i mean like our dating dating lives and stuff and mm-hmm. just everything we've been opposite in and at all points as well, when it comes to opinions of like our dad, we've always been opposite. So at the time where I was thinking, I don't respect you, she always stand up for him. Right. She take, she stands up for him. When I was, I would be like, nah, I'm not really understanding what you're standing up for type thing. And where I would be like, oh yeah, girlfriends have like, they're my new friend. She would be like, no. <laughs> like, so it's really weird how we kind of, we grew up in the same house. Went through the we same grew up things. the same. Yeah, yeah, went through the same things. Our dad was gone at the same time. Where we've just had a completely different. Her her approach seems very um, protective of her dad. Yes, but which I think naturally most of the time you would be, wouldn't you? But I didn't have that because I didn't think he deserved it. Yeah, you know, my mum would tell us would not tell us stories, but obviously at the point of when it was happening, you know, she obviously explained to us what the situation was Mm. with shit and how she found out and what it was. So then I was aware of what he had done yeah. I knew exactly it wasn't just like some secret that I didn't know what happened I knew yeah right and then there would just be loads of other things that would come out in the years of growing up and stuff in teenage years and just different things where it's like I, you just find out new things you know when you're when you're older and you learn new things you understand more things yeah do you think so, so... but I just always had this like yeah. everything i would get this uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> type thing just like ugh, what do you do like and i don't know but my sister never had that we should get her on one day because we always have opposite things she's literally yeah. like yeah like where, what was your thinking behind this yeah but yeah she always took up for him and stood up for him and was quite like protective of him and i was a bit like you don't deserve it yeah i don't respect you i'm sorry 
I mean, I think it's changed now. I think because of the way he is with my son and like the care he takes and he gets him everything as well. My son, it gets spoiled by my dad because like I say, he bought me a door, but he doesn't do that to my son. He buys him everything. Yeah. Like he gets everything. Mm. Um, and obviously he might not have had the money. And I get that you want to give your kids what you can give them. Whether you've got the money or not, you try and provide. But so maybe time, he just wanted to give me what yeah. he could give me. But as a child, you don't understand my that. thinking is this is not why I asked for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, my son obviously loves his granddad. And mm. I think our relationship is better because of that. Yeah. Um, but there's still other things that just sit there that you're just like, I don't agree with what you've done. And I think as an adult, it's easy. You can have, I can form my own opinion and say, I don't agree with yeah. what you've done. You know? Without them turning back and be like oh you know well your mum was saying this actually I decided this all by myself from information yeah. that, like, from facts I mean I can 100% say my mum never actually bad mouthed him and said bad things about him do you know what I mean yeah. um, whether he thinks she did or not I don't know but I think that's kind of a consensus when you've broken up and your child kind of is a way with you you think that it's the mum's fault Yeah, the mum said this or she's done that mm. but actually sometimes we form our own opinions based on what we've seen and I formed my own opinion um and i just kind of felt like he i remember when i was a teenager i um because my mum was too strict and i didn't like her i really didn't like her and i said i don't want to live with you now i'm going to live with my dad i called him up and i said i'm coming to live with you he said okay then um and i I knew he wasn't going to be strict he wasn't going to do anything i knew that i could do what i wanted if Mm -hmm. i went there he was like okay and then my mum called him up right i was so angry he called me and said oh you can't come live with me because your mom called me and i was like i was so angry at her why are you getting involved he said i can live here i'm living there and then he told me i can't live there because my mom called him i was like but i knew that there wasn't going to be any no, no i never experienced parenting from him yeah so i knew if i went and lived there i could do what i wanted yeah and he said yes i could come i literally called him and said can i come live with you he's like okay yeah <laughs> like i thought i'll be free free as a bird and then my mom ruined it so i was not happy with her. but anyway that's enough talking from me what about you? Mm, I'm the same as you because my dad left when I was eight. But I have no memory of him living in the house. Yeah, that's so weird, it's right? so weird. And my brother definitely has no memory because he left when my brother was like eight months old. Oh. But I had no memory of him living in the house. It's just always been him my mom my um, my mom myself and my brother but um my dad's a bit weird and i think it stems from his upbringing so like obviously we've established that both our dads are jamaican but my dad had a really strict religious upbringing right so his what was it seven day Adventist? yeah yeah most jamaicans are seven day Adventists, aren't mm. they my grandparents are are they? My grandma, who's Jamaican, is Seventh Day Adventist, and had that whole side of the family. Yeah. yeah. So he, I think it was, I think it was first his dad that got heavily involved, and then his mum. So basically, for his whole childhood growing up, he just basically was forced to go to church, mm. and you know, lived by these Seventh Day Adventist rules. So meeting my mum, she had a like a strict religious upbringing, but not so strict where she got to a certain age and it was like, to my, my nan, I'm not going to church anymore. I don't want to. So, I didn't know, I can't remember when my parents told me that they were splitting up. All I remember is that my dad left on my mum's birthday. Oh. <laughs> because she's having friends around. Wild. What? I know. I remember she's having friends around. She was all dressed up really nice. And my dad was at the door saying goodbye. And I'm just like, bye. Like, I just didn't have. Oh, you didn't know that that was the last night like, no, he no, was no. leaving? I, I was fully aware that my parents were splitting up. 
I was basically really relishing in the moment. My parents are splitting up. Like oh. I was not sad. I was not upset. I was not crying. That I remember. My mum said that I cried every night for about a good couple of months after he'd gone. I do not remember really? this. I don't remember this. So it wasn't until, so I didn't know why they split up. It wasn't until I was probably about 17, 18, my mum told me why they split up. Mm. And it wasn't something, I don't think I asked her like, why did you guys split up? I just assumed that you just didn't love each other anymore and you just you just left. Mm. But basically, a year before my brother was born, my dad joined a religious cult called the Tabernacle. <laughs> I'm just laughing at Rachel's face, <laughs> not the situation. He joined a religious cult called Tabernacle, and I remember it a little bit. They used to have a bookstore in Dawson that I used to go to with my dad. He would like man the bookstore and whatever. But I wasn't really like aware of it. They used to call him a different name. Oh, okay. He had a religious name. <laughs> it was Idris. I don't know Idris. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. So I didn't obviously at the time. I didn't know that that caused a lot of like strain on my mum and dad's relationship yeah i can totally understand that though because he it wasn't like oh i've joined this club like i'm just going to be doing it it got to the point where my mum said that we lost friends because we had like a lot of friends but they would come around or we would go to parties and he would just preach to them oh okay and it put a lot of stress and tension on uh, his side of the family I'm guessing as well. as well that he would have wanted your mum to join this cult right so this is where we get down to it now because oh, I was God. just like he even wanted my brother's name to be like this like you wanted to change your brother's name to something else as well yeah and stuff like that we couldn't eat pork we couldn't do we couldn't do like all these different things just because he was with this cult so my mum told me I don't know why she talked like how the conversation came about but basically he'd asked my mum multiple times he want you to join this cult with me mm. and my mom said no so he left us and found a family that <laughs> basically he left us for another family wild i know right and when i was just like wait what wait what she's like yeah i like, wonder if this religion condones that kind of behavior well must do in it this is the thing and this because my dad's got a lot of mental health issues so he asked my mom she said no so he then comes to her one night and says i thought about what you said I can't accept it. I can't live my life this way. I can't live two lives. So I found a family in Manchester. Like I found like a new wife. I found new children. Like I just found them. I found I them. Just found these through, new children. I found them through this through the cult. Through the cult, and I'm leaving you for them. I'm moving to Manchester. I'm moving to Manchester. Was it Liverpool or Manchester? I think it was Manchester. Yeah. So he left. I feel like someone should make this into a show. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm so entertained. Yeah, like he left. And even though I do remember sometimes he would come and visit us a lot. But my mum, and it, everything was making sense because my family were really angry. Like mm. I remember my, my dad being on the phone at the bottom of the garden, like shouting at my granddad. And I was thinking, why is he shouting at my granddad like this? Like everyone was really, really angry. Like my mum's old. Because um, I'm guessing most people just can't understand they, it. No, but looking back now, they just it's not like, oh my God, you split up. It's such a shame. It was outrage. Like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. And um, so, yeah, so my dad had a mental breakdown and all this type of stuff and whatever, blah, blah, blah. So from, I would say from about age 13 onwards, our relationship has always been strained. Mm. Like my dad's very racist. 
Oh. He doesn't like any other race but black. Yeah. And especially me living in Dagenham, he made it very clear that, you know, I'm not to have, he went me to Pete's Hut and basically sat me down and told me why I should not, I'm not allowed to marry a white person. Oh. Like our kids will not have the correct features. We will be outcasts. And I'm like at 13, <laughs> at 13 years old, I'm like, outcast. oh my God, like what? And I'm like, yeah, but you went and did the, no, not that you married a white man, but when I met you, you dated white men. Right. And so did you just do that on purpose? Like my, opposite? my mom says, she's like, I feel like she goes, you, she goes, I don't feel like you can blame it on your upbringing. Like you were surrounded by white people. Because when you went to secondary school, it was very mixed. And even when you went to uni, she goes, I think subconsciously you went the opposite of what your dad wanted. Because yeah. I feel like you had deep resentment for him. Probably. Oh my gosh. I, yeah. Probably. Because he was just saying to me, like, he was like, basically, he was basically telling me not to do something. Yeah. It's like someone's like, well, sure, like, you can't, like, you can't get them shoes because I want to get them. You'd be like, well, no, I fucking want them now. <laughs> so like, so it wasn't until like, even like years later, she showed me letters. So after he had his breakdown, he, no, before he had his breakdown, he went to live in Jamaica for about a year. And during that whole time, he wasn't giving her any money. And he wrote her letters and the letters, like, I just really felt like I hated him all over again. Oh God. And I looked at my mum and I said to my mum, like, I don't know how, even as me getting older, you did not say one bad thing about dad. Mm. Because my mum used to sing to me, my brother, it's not right, but it's okay by Whitney Houston, right? This is how I know all the words. She used to play yeah. it every night and sing it to us. Because she was just like, I, she was like, I could have had like a mental breakdown or that I just went into autopilot. He didn't just leave. Like he left her with the mortgage that he hadn't been paying for months. Like bills, everything that he said he was paying, he mm. hadn't. So all of a sudden she's thinking like things are taken care of. And then she's now basically a one parent with two children, one an hysterical child and another baby who's basically something not right about that child. And three years later, he's autistic. So she's just like got all this stuff. And he was writing her letters saying, where is me? Oh, I don't have a job anymore. So I can't send you money for the kids. I can't pay the mortgage. Like all this type of stuff, like somehow like my mum should feel sorry for him. And yeah. Like, take the burden off him. Mm. And when it's like, cause she said before he had his breakdown, there was a point where so he went to Man Manchester. Yes. And oh yeah, it's true. What happened to his <laughs> Yeah. So he went to Manchester. Mom says she doesn't know what happened. She doesn't know she'll ever know what happened. But something happened and it completely broke his bubble and he came out of the cult. Because oh. he went to America as well. This cult was really big in America. So between him going to Manchester and then going to America with this family, to this conference thing, something happened and it broke his bubble. So she said there was about a four month period where he came around a lot more. He was obviously giving me money and stuff and we were talking about getting back together and then he had his breakdown and then he just went down a shitter from there right so and then he went to jamaica and then he went to jamaica and then he came back and it's just been a madness from there but i feel like the impact that my dad's had on me is negative i don't take anything positive away and especially to my brother is negative because in my eyes well he was never there though really. never there and with my brother in times of need where he's needed my dad and he's gone to find him it's been disaster mm. like i remember one uh, this is when i my brother he knew literally i think this is when he saw my dad for who he was like right. he's fucking mental yeah but that's i think you haven't even told the story yet but when you actually open your eyes and see that 
the person that you think is supposed to be like mm. superhero superman whatever your dad because most of the time it's like dad superman right yeah you the i don't know the veil is lifted and yeah you're like actually you are trash yeah that is so it's just difficult i think for like a child yeah to deal with yeah especially i think i at that point i knew that my dad had this kind of resentment towards my mom in his head my mom like you know she she got the house and you know she but it's like she didn't get the house she, she barely kept it. the house yeah. because she used to stop paying for it <laughs> and we went out i think this was like about maybe four or five christmases ago we always used to go out for meals and around about that time one of my mum and dad's really good friends had passed away from cancer and he didn't know so we went to this meal and went oh dad i've got some really sad news to tell you and he was like oh what is it i said oh like so and so has passed away and he looked at me and actually like really devastated and then his face changed he went who told you this and i was like well so and so called mum and he was just like he looked at me then he turned to asha and was just like you know what i don't know because asha like your mum lies about things like this Asha flipped. Asha looked at me like and went, Dad, mum would never lie about this. And from then, the respect that my dad, Asha had for my dad just went. Yeah, because you cannot turn around and disrespect or badmouth the person who has picked up the slack, who has raised these, like, raised your kids, basically. Mm. And the thing is, um, somebody said, I think it was Big, I know, yeah, Big Wahala from the ESM podcast as well said the other day on Twitter, based on the conversation that we had previously about yeah how kids they see the dad as superman right when they're younger Mm. and when they're younger you they um take their mum for granted slightly yeah the things that you do as a mother are not always recognized isn't it like everything that we do you don't ever really grow up like as a child thinking well my mum gave me like let's say as a as a six-year-old or something Mm. you want this toy and your mum doesn't have the money, yeah? And she can't give it to you. You're just going to be upset about that. You're not going to think, well, my mum actually fed me, put me to bed, clothed me, did all of these things. You don't remember that yeah, sort of stuff. You, you only remember the big stuff. So when your dad flies in like Superman and gives you toys for present, um, for Christmas or whatever, you're like, hey, dad. But your mum, you're just thinking, ugh. So she doesn't get the love, innit? No. But I think there's a, there's a point where that changes and you get older and you realise and you see everything that your mum did. Yeah. And you really appreciate and understand where... To be honest, you'll never, I don't think, ever understand the true whatever they had to go through yeah. or whatever they've done. But you you see, okay, actually, they've done a lot. Yeah. And it, there's a kind of shift, isn't mm. there, type thing. So I think you can't go you can't go around bad-mouthing people's mums. No. Okay, you cannot say that. No. It just literally, sh- it shifted. And I can't say that even up until he left, there's nothing positive that my dad's left on me or my brother Mm. it's just sometimes someone will do 10 good things and they'll do one negative thing and you can kind of like hover on the negative i can't like maybe when i'm older i look back at pictures like i feel like i had before my brother came along i had a very good like childhood yeah like i pretty much got not everything i wanted but i wasn't left really wanting for anything yeah you know blah 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 but just well that's the same as me but you know what i feel like not that we were spoiled but i really feel like we had everything mm. there wasn't really anything apart from the trainers that one time <laughs> <laughs> but other than that i really feel like we had everything but i um credit that all everything to my mum. yeah 100 percent. and i don't know whether that's accurate or not and i could be completely biased in this situation mm. and be thinking he did nothing when he did things but i actually genuinely credit every single thing the holidays, the toys, like just the, the the material things that you appreciate as a child, I credit 
all of it yeah to my mom being the person that did it yeah i really do i think i'm i think i'm right but i might might not be no i i I remember my dad only started giving me money when i was in uni and he gave me a hundred pounds a month because he didn't want me to have a job he wanted me to concentrate on my studies Mm. um and i think there was one time where we was on the phone and i said something and he his voice just changed like you sound just like your mum like just disgusted with me for whatever reason and he stopped sending me the money oh. Asher got the money because my mum kept checking his account but I stopped getting the money and I was just like you know what just I don't need you bye mm. like go away and I can't even even there's nothing I can say oh, these last couple of years have been really great or whatever not no like my dad I really don't like my dad he's trash bag oh no unfortunately oh, no. and he hasn't seen my daughter since she's been born he knew that I'd had her because I was meant to see her, him the week I had her and I told him and he's just a complete hot mess but I feel like every all the impact that they've had has left behind is negative I can get over it because mm. I can't I don't really dwell on it much like oh I'm this person because of my dad I don't think like that yeah but with my brother I feel like a lot of the anger that my brother displays and his behavior and stuff is purely because of my dad but you see there's a big thing because a lot of i mean i don't i think like when you see like news things or i think like before in tv and stuff it would always be like this person has gone off the rails because they didn't have a father at home you know this whole thing Mm. it's like they didn't have a father at home so now they're just a terrible person type thing and i always used to feel like that was ridiculous like or when you would watch like these tv shows and people's parents would split up and then all of a sudden they've gone off the rails yeah and i would just be thinking I don't understand. My parents split up and I'm perfectly fine. Mm. And I mean, obviously, it's all good and well you saying that you're fine. Who knows if you're fine or not. But I always felt like there was such a big emphasis put on the fact that people's parents split up or their dad wasn't there to excuse behaviour for them. Mm. And I was, I never really understood whether that was like factual or not or like the impact it really had. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like pretty much because um, my brother's had a lot of good, like, got my uncles and stuff. Yeah. And he's had a lot of good like male figures in his life, but I feel like he was missing out something from my dad particularly. Yeah. Which he never, he said to me one time, he's like, oh, I'm jealous of you. I'm like, why? He goes, oh, cause you know, you, you used to speak to dad a lot and I don't speak to dad. And I'm just like, well, I can tell you that about- I love the way that you make a different voice to be your brother. I know, cause- <laughs> <laughs> Because when my brother talks, he's just like, I'm just, that's just the voice I put on. Yeah. But- he went to actually, he went to find my dad when he was in um, a mental hospital. And that conversation did not go great. And my brother's autistic. And we've worked out, that's what triggered his behavior to all those arrests and stuff. Because a month before he went, a month he went to see my dad. And my dad saw him reluctantly. And my dad, he asked my dad questions. My dad was like, I'm done now. I went, that is what triggered my brother's behavior to do all these fuckeries. Mm. And... He obviously he didn't tell us and whatever. But I remember like when I saw my dad once, I went to visit him in hospital and oh my god, like I've literally I don't think I've of all the years of the stuff my dad's put me through, I think that's the most I've ever cried. Like he ran towards me screaming at me and telling me to fuck off, I don't want you here. It's fuck you warning, get the fuck out. No one was helping me with shit. I was just standing there like this. Like, I don't know what to do, I don't know what to do. But I can basically take that emotion and I can do what I want with it. Because my brother doesn't know what to do with it. Yeah yeah so all i can like someone who'll be like have you you spoken to dad 
no, not this month, <laughs> but I'll let you know. So I don't, I'm just really conscious of, obviously, my father, my, the, the father of my child is not like that. <laughs> Thank God. But yeah. I'm really conscious of certain things that could potentially affect her. Yeah. So that's what I was going to bring, come up to in the next, and to this part in terms of obviously the fathers of our children and stuff and thinking like what actually do we want them to impart on our kids like what do we want our kids to take away in terms of like from them Mm. do you know what i mean because i mean i don't necessarily feel like i don't think i had a bad childhood at all i think i had a great childhood Mm. i was very happy um people might disagree you know it's subjective (laughs) but i think i was quite happy and i don't i can't pinpoint a place where it's like oh actually this really affected me in this way mm. or i am this way because of this thing like i don't have i don't, haven't really got that maybe if i went to go and see a psychiatrist or something can lay down yeah. on my couch and she would tell me <laughs> you know you're like this because of this like or yeah. something you know um i think yeah maybe they could tell me that but i i don't have any clue about it um so i just kind of wonder whether it's kind of like I think it is different for different people. You go through certain things and people really take those things on yeah. and some people don't. Yeah, definitely. I definitely think so. I feel like, because I probably started getting depressed when I was about 16, 17. And my mum's always said, she's like, it's always been from when your dad left. She goes, because you, she goes, she said one time I said, to, like she was talking about dad and I was like, I don't remember this. And she was really alarmed that I didn't remember this big thing that happened. Mm. I, was like, I just don't, I don't remember it. But it's like you... Um, subconsciously blocked it out. Blocked it out. Yeah, because all I've ever. Because sometimes I feel like you tell me stories about things. I'm like, how can you possibly remember that, now Yeah, like I you'll be re- like, when I was three, and I'd be like, three. I can't I, even I mean, remember like, last week. I there's this one particular photo, and I think I'm about four or five, maybe four or five, and I remember this photo, and I remember this. I was reenacting a scene from Beauty and the Beast yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at my mum's friend's wedding and I remember everything I did in from that picture I remember what I did why I was basically standing by a tree and I was looking off into the distance because I was like you were acting I was being Belle yeah, right. okay. <laughs> yeah. and my mum says how do you remember that so I just remember it I yeah. just remember what I was doing in that, that picture but oh remember when your dad like bought you a doll's house no where's the doll's house yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where's, where's the receipts I don't yeah. any pictures so I can't actually know then I, I don't remember so maybe it's like if we were to go to psychiatrist they'd be like oh like maybe it's like you know trauma and you just blocked it out maybe maybe i was traumatized at the time but i feel like luckily i don't remember that trauma yeah i don't feel like i was traumatized i mean the fact that i can't remember that he was ever there is very strange and your dad was there longer than mine was yeah he was there till i was 10 and obviously we used to go i remember when he wasn't in our house anymore and we used to go to his like wherever he lived at that Mm. time and stuff um different like he moved a few times but when when we would go there mm. i kind of remember that i rem- but i don't have actually remember him living in the house with us i there's this one memory i have where we had to go to school me and my sister and we woke up and then my dad was there but my mum wasn't she'd gone to work and we were trying to wake him up and he wouldn't wake up because he was in such a deep sleep and we had to throw water at him i can only remember that one time <laughs> of him being in our house but like actually like living him there yeah i don't remember him no oh actually when diana princess diana passed away i remember sitting in my mom's room and my dad had a bible and he was basically reading something out to my bible this bible this tabernacle bible and basically saying to my mom like why she had to die and oh then, wow and then my mom telling me can you go to your room please 
Because <laughs> she was about to cuss him out. But I just like, okay, just went to my room. And I just remember them shouting. Because she's kind of like, what? I like, yeah. Just these stupid, like, actually, I remember one time they were arguing and I left a note saying that I didn't like them shouting. And I've just gone to Sainsbury's because I needed like a break. Did and you I, actually go to Sainsbury's? Yeah. You like to leave the house without your mum knowing, doesn't it? <laughs> I left, yeah, I left. It's only up the road in the Heathway. And then, yeah, but what were you, like seven? Must have been six or seven. Yeah, you're not allowed I to leave the house the and go the to the shop not locked. on your own. I opened the door. I walked up the road. I sat outside the bench of Sainsbury's and I don't know how long it was, but I remember that like, I got beat the hell out of when I got home. Yeah, because that's shocking behaviour. Yeah, I don't know why I did that. I, I think I watched a lot of like American TV yeah, shows. Yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go. And you left a note. Well, see, that's I don't know because I don't ever have I like well, no memory of my mum and dad arguing. I don't think they ever really did argue. They probably did, but, but not. Well, I don't have any memories of it, and I don't yeah. know what that would have done to me. But I understand why you would have left the house. But obviously, six six or seven year olds are not yeah, allowed I was, to do that. Because now I think. If, if my daughter ever I swear but like at the time but just then like, you, I, I think it's wild though because you I feel like you have to be so mindful because if you're in a relationship and then you're arguing and you know your child's there like yeah. what the things that you're saying and that they might hear you say and just the tone of your voice and things like that I would never want to yeah. do that really in front of my yeah. son and I'm just like now where how I'm feeling lately and my mum my mum's been on at me about like swearing and I'm really trying to tone it down because now my daughter mimics me. It's like, I might go boo to her and she'll boo me back. Mm. So I was like, okay, really? So as she gets older, I have to really learn like whatever emotion I'm feeling towards anyone and yeah. she's around, I've got to really adapt that because I don't want her to take, I want to go to school and be like, mommy said this or mommy did yeah. that or whatever. So I have to really learn because when they're a baby, just like, mm. Yeah, but, but now like i'm just like no i need to stop doing this like right now yeah like i need to just because like, they will pick things up so definitely. i don't know how my mum sat there for not even like all those months for like all those years and did not say one bad thing about my dad to us or to me yeah i think to be honest i think it's difficult but i think it, it can be done i don't say i'm very um mindful and aware about what i say about my son's dad mm. and i would never say it to him and i'm even mindful about if i have conversations with other people that he got he's not necessarily there yeah or around i'd be like oh, i can't speak to you about this now because he, he would be able to hear me mm. and if he can hear me it's the same thing as to whether i'm speaking to him or not do you yeah. know what i mean so i i mean there are certain things that you necessarily you can't necessarily protect them from everything there are certain situations that they're going to be aware of yeah regardless um but i try not to openly say negative things yeah. around him like i'm very i'm very conscious and aware of that just because like i want him to form his own opinions to be honest do you know yeah. what i mean when he gets older he can he can have whatever opinion he has of his mm. dad and say and it's never going to be because my mom said this yeah my mom said this mm. or you know she said you're this person so i think that no you that opinion is going to be formed from your own experiences and everything you take away from it and you know you decide and that's how I want it to really be. Yeah. Because I think that's the, I was awarded that opportunity in my life because my mum didn't say, obviously she told us the situation about what happened, but I don't think that's bad mouthing somebody because that's what happened. Yeah, it's facts. It's facts, you know? And I think a lot of the time it is kind of like, well, you know, even if it's true, you didn't need to know, but you did it. So take onus for what you've done yeah. type thing. And, and that's what it is, isn't it? And I can come to a, 
my own opinion about what I think about you. Yeah. And honestly, most of my opinion that I formed well, when I kind of had negative opinions, they weren't formed based on the cheating and the stories that I knew from my mum. They weren't formed on that. They were formed on specifically the way he reacted to certain things and the way it would always be like, I'm the victim. That is the issue that I had. It was not really ever something that my mum had said or like, oh, it wasn't like, I don't like you because you're a cheater. Yeah. I I never felt that. I felt like I feel this way because you don't take responsibility for your actions no. and I don't respect that and that was it and yeah. it was never anything to do with what my mum had said and I want my son to be able to do the same thing and say you know what you were a great impact in my life or actually you weren't no and he got that from himself yeah because even my dad he would kind of be like oh you know when when your when your mum kicked me out uh sorry that didn't happen I'm sorry <laughs> dad you left <laughs> like <laughs> yeah but it's kind of like, all right, okay, so this is resentment because you're blaming mum for the situation that you're in, but really, it's actually you. Yeah, but then, you see, the opposite, the difference here is your dad would say negative things about your mum to you. Your my dad's all... never said anything negative yeah. about my mum in my presence, right? I don't think he would dare, but he definitely hasn't ever said anything negative about my mum when I've been around. And I think that that, though, is just takes it so much like a one step further because if he ever said anything that was negative about yeah. my mum the, the respect level would be so far down in the ground it would you would not be able to find it again the yeah. respect would never come back like, like you can't that can't no. happen because he used to say a lot of when I was younger he would say the odd thing but it wasn't until I got older and I started to say stuff back that's when he went off me because I was just like your mum hmm. well I you know she did have me yeah first of all and I can't sit here and let you say all this horrible... Even when I told him that I was having a baby, he had to put a dig in my mum there. Really? Yeah, because he was going on about, like, contraceptives and stuff. And he's like, oh, and I know you definitely did have this conversation with your mum. And I was like, well, first of all, that's none of your business. And either way, you were also a parent. So right. at the end of the day, yeah. that onus lies on you as well. Mm-hmm. It's exactly. not just the mum's job to give that sort of information. No. He's just like, he's always got to put a dig, but I just remember my brother's face when he said that. And my brother was just like, you're, you mate, you're a joke. That was his face, like, you're an absolute joke. But I mean, hopefully with the father of our children, hopefully when they're, if we can revise this conversation when they're a bit older and be like, yes, I'm seeing like a an impact, mm. hopefully positive in a sense, but I didn't, I never really thought of it like that until uh, Stavros meant said it and yeah. he was explaining why. And it's not like a dig at single parents that like they must always have um, a mum or they must always have a dad in their life. I think it was just like in an ideal world, like, yeah, like they're the most important. But sometimes it just it doesn't happen. I hear that, but and it's true. And then I said, like, I think I made a point as well at the time about the fact of the matter is, is all good and well that you can have two parents mm. and the ideal world would be that they'd be two good parents yeah but realistically there might be and this might not just be the dad this could be the mum one of them is a toxic parent yeah do you know what i mean and i think it's better to think about the the welfare and the impact that that person mm. and their presence has on your child than to think oh well they're just better off having two parents i would never well i feel like if i got to a point where i felt like my son's father was toxic and he had a really bad impact on my child mm. that I would really think as to whether or not I wanted him to be around or not. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's mm. something that you, you, I think you have to put a lot of thought into. And there's just such a strong kind of thing that people put on you that say, 
that says you know they have to have their dad in their life or they have to have two parents and i just don't think that that's necessarily true and it's and i feel like when people say that again they're thinking ideally because sometimes such situations like it's not even the fact that like they're toxic or not one of the parents could be dead do you get what i mean well yeah but i mean i just mean in terms of like if they're around and they're available people saying that they should have two parents but actually that person the other parent might not be a good parent no and i would not want to have them there just because of the way it looks for people to say they should have two parents yeah but if i don't think you're a good person and okay the onus is the, the whole thing of you know why did you get yourself into that situation but realistically even if you take your mum's situation as a, an example yeah there was no she would not she's not a mind she's not psychic she would no. have known that that was going to happen do you know what i mean yeah things can change and at some point you think that person is not the right person i want around my children mm. or my child goodbye yeah and not and not because everybody's going to be like oh but they need two parents i don't yeah. care what you think it's about like what i think is best for my child do you know what i mean yeah and as long as your child has a parent who's always going to have their best interest at heart that's the main thing do you know what i mean like mm. as long as you have one parent who's going to have your best interest at heart i think that's the most important thing yeah I 125% agree. Yeah, because that person's that parent is always going to make sure that they do the best for you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And even if you don't have two parents, hopefully the one parent that you do have is a good parent. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Well, we like to hope anyway. Well, we like to hope and pray. Hope and pray. It's true. But yeah, so that was... um, We, we, really, we really delved into some things there. Really gave some personal information. <laughs> yes. Anyways. By the way, I'm not affected. I'm completely sane. <laughs> I don't know. I think when people say they're saying it means they're. Mm, oh I'm no, sure. I'm, I'm okay. legit. I'm not. I mean, I have my crazy moments, but I'm not crazy. I wouldn't say. It. Would you say you have daddy issues? I. Mm, I think, in terms of the way that I, do you know what? Maybe, you don't. How, how do you really know? Like you could really, I think, attribute certain things to anything. Do you know what I mean? You mm. could say, oh, you're kind of like that. Like obviously you're like this way because of this or you're like this way because of that like you can attribute things to th- to whatever you want it to there's nothing that is screaming in my face this is because of your dad yeah like i'm I not don't have i'm not night. one of those people that are like seeking or craving like love and affection because i didn't feel like i didn't have that from my dad i'm actually mm. really fine by myself at the moment like, yeah like i don't see i don't think i have that because i've gone through quite a long period of time not being in a relationship mm. and being fine that way but obviously maybe wanting to change that now but i think that's with age yeah that's that what comes the, yeah i, I don't be think like, that's because oh i need a man in, i'm not the yeah. kind of person i need a man in my life i need somebody who's gonna i don't that's not the kind yeah. of person that i am so i mean in terms of things like that i know i don't think i have daddy yeah. issues but once i get my psychiatrist i shall let you know what she says <laughs> <laughs> anyway so guys if anything that we've said has resonated with you um you know or you've got an opinion on you know dads and their influence that they have on their kids or you want to share something about your own situation and stuff with us um let us know we are on twitter we're on instagram you can dm us at wtym pod on twitter and word to your mother podcast i think on instagram <laughs> um but yeah have a good morning day afternoon night whatever whenever yeah have a good life um whatever you're doing yeah